Welcome to Ulcerative Colitis Autoimmune Healing Journey. I am your journey guide, Jay India. So please come along with me and we will heal together. I want to talk about this amazing five-star review I received from Apple Podcast, which I so appreciate. So please, if you like this podcast, if you've received knowledge, if you've received some sort of healing, however it's influenced you in a positive way, please take less than a minute of your time and leave a rating and review, five stars only, especially on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. So this review is from M. Hotho. The title is Lifesaver, five stars. This show has been such an inspiration for someone like me that deals with UC. It's hard to think that someone else out there understands. After listening to this podcast, it has seriously opened up a tunnel at the end of the dark road. I can't thank Jay India enough for all that she is doing. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. I can't thank you enough, M. Hotho, for being amazing and just writing this review because it helps me and rating. I so appreciate and I so appreciate that you're here in this community and that we are healing together. So thank you so much. This is episode eight, steroids for UC and prednisone side effects. This episode is going to be an overview of the prednisone side effects today and everything I have experienced. I am going to have separate episodes for the most important side effects that I really think you should know about and the ones that influenced me for literally weeks to months. I want to talk about those side effects in an entire episode given to the side effects. So I'm going to go through the overview today. If we go back to late September 2021, remember I was in a terrible flare. I had just gotten a colonoscopy. I was just diagnosed with UC. And my gastroenterologist says to me, we have to take blood tests and fecal tests now. We have to make sure you don't have a bacteria called C. diff. If you do, then I can't give you the steroid I need to give you. So I got all the fecal testing and blood testing done. The results came back and guess what? Not only did I have UC, but I had a double bonus of E. coli, (laughs) which everyone's like, where the hell did you get E. coli? And I did something really stupid. I wasn't eating a lot of meat at that point. And I had a few pieces of pork that I thought were cooked and were raw. And I'm convinced that's what did it to me. I'm I'm not sure 100%, but I'm pretty sure that's it. But yeah, so I had E. coli and I was in the midst of a life-threatening ulcerative colitis flare. So you can just imagine how my gut felt. The gastroenterologist decided to put me on prednisone a prednisone taper. And then at the same time, he wanted to put me on a Z-pack, which is erythromycin antibiotics for seven days for the E. coli. So you can imagine it was a double whammy for me. And as someone who liked to say I was holistic, that my body took a huge hit, took a huge hit. So we're going to talk about that. The prednisone taper 
was for 30 days. And by taper, they mean that you lessen the dosage by the week. So if you take it for four weeks, you now take 10 milligrams less a week. So week one, I took 40 milligrams a day or seven tiny pills. Week two, 30 milligrams a day. Week three, 20 milligrams a day. And finally, week four, I was down to 10 milligrams a day. I was really ignorant because I had taken prednisone before. I had hives. And my guess is I was probably on five milligrams for seven days, which is nothing. So it didn't affect me at all. And then for COVID, I took, I'm just going to guess here and say maybe five milligrams again for COVID, maybe 10. I was on it a week. So I really had no side effects. So when the gastroenterologist said to me, I'm putting you on prednisone, I had no problem with it because like, oh, I've been on it a couple times before. No problem. I won't get the side effects. Now, I know that 40 milligrams a day, especially for my body type, because I'm so tiny, is a lot of fucking prednisone. It's a lot. Knowing that now, I would have to say that my doctor did consider my small frame when prescribing this course of treatment. 40 milligrams, in my humble opinion, is the absolute maximum for my body type. I've read accounts of people with UC and life or death situations in the emergency room where they're given 80 milligrams or more of prednisone. Again, when I was told, okay, you're going on prednisone for 30 days, you're going to do this taper, I had no idea what lay ahead. (laughs) Prednisone is a life onto its own. I'll sum it up by saying, fuck me. It was not a good experience. It did save my life. I can tell you right now, I'll cut to the chase. I would 100% go on it again because I was in a life-threatening situation. This is the medicine besides the dicyclamine, which I discussed in previous episodes that saved my life. And the dicyclamine, if you remember, stops colon spasms. So between the dicyclamine and the prednisone, I would 100% take them again because it was a life-threatening situation. I want everyone to know that. I did research prednisone and it was interesting what I found because you see many patients with UC and they talk about how they would rather be on prednisone for years or for life than deal with any of the UC symptoms. So it totally depends on you and what your body can deal with. And I, I understand where people are coming from. You have to do the best for you. I understand and respect everyone's healing process. So now let's move into just an overview of the side effects I had on prednisone. Yay, so fun. Ah, this one. Okay, number one, moon face. This phenomena is when your face swells, rounds out, and becomes the shape of a full moon. I wanted to take pictures, but I was so embarrassed. I couldn't. I now regret that decision. I wish I had taken pictures for social media and for this book so you could see how badly I was bloated. And I was devastated because I was a guest on this major podcast 
and I didn't realize how bad the moon face was. All I saw as I was on Zoom with them was my huge, massive face looking back at me. So that was not fun. Interestingly enough, that episode never aired because I think they stopped the podcast anyway. So it worked out for me, knock on wood. It didn't cause any physical pain, but it just looked like I was an adult Cabbage Patch Kid. It just didn't look very pretty. The next one, which I am definitely going to dedicate a whole episode to, is iron deficiency anemia. This is something I still am figuring out and still struggle with. Iron deficiency anemia is a condition in which blood lacks adequate, healthy red blood cells. Red blood cells carry oxygen to the body's tissue. This is according to the mayoclinic.org. This anemia has really done an amazing job of fucking me up because the symptoms of just the anemia include extreme fatigue, weakness, pale skin, chest pain, and or fast heartbeat, shortness of breath, headache, dizziness, lightheadedness, cold hands and feet, inflammation, soreness of the tongue, brittle nails, unusual cravings for non-nutritive substances such as ice, dirt, or starch, and poor appetite. Again, this is according to mayoclinic.org. I do want to save this for another episode because I'm going to go into what I've experienced and what I haven't and how I'm tackling it now because it's such a big subject for me. But I want you guys to know I did have iron deficiency anemia on prednisone and I'm still dealing with that. And the iron deficiency anemia is an interesting one because I'm not sure I can say it's because of the prednisone, to be fair, because I had these symptoms as I was entering my flare. So I think it's more ulcerative colitis, but I will say the prednisone brought it out. Insomnia. (laughs) This one was fun. So you have 40 milligrams of prednisone coursing through your body. It wakes you up. And you hear a lot about prednisone when you tell people you're you're on that steroid. They'll say, man, don't you feel amazing? It made me feel like I was 20 again. You do feel that way. I wouldn't say I felt like I was 20 again. I didn't, you know, I, I wouldn't say I felt just amazing at all, but I felt much better. I know the prednisone started to work because I hadn't cleaned my house properly in two months and I was able to fully clean my house. And I still remember that day, you guys. I was so happy to clean my house. And I'm sorry if I'm having problems with my throat. I know the last couple episodes, you've been hearing a lot with my throat. I've been having some throat and sinus issues. I don't want to go into it here. You can listen to... Uh, it's an episode coming out on June 14th of my other podcast, Two Inches Off the Ground, where I talk about my throat chakra and the new energy expansion of us metaphysical people. So if you want to tune into that, definitely tune into that. And that would be coming out for you next week. So I'm just going to probably be having throat problems for a little while here because we're expanding into such new energy, but that's a whole nother subject. Anyway, back to the insomnia That was bad. And a tip I received online is make sure you take all seven pills 
in one shot right when you wake up in the morning. And that made a huge difference. Don't, don't split the pills from morning to night because that's when you get the insomnia. Just try to take them all in the morning. You'll still have restlessness. At least I did. You still may have some sleeplessness, but it wasn't as bad as when, you know, I split up the pills for the first couple days. So that's a big tip. I am passing on to you. I also want to talk a little bit more about this in another episode because there's more to it. Let's just say that. I had something called acid reflux, which I've never had before in my life. And it's annoying. So it's a sensation of regurgitation and I was really confused and it came out at weird times. I also had something called plum pit chi in Chinese medicine. It's a name of feeling something stuck in your throat, which I'm going through now as well. It's like a piece of meat stuck in my throat. But again, I want to go into this in another longer episode. But those are two things that I had never had before in my life. And unfortunately, because of the prednisone, that was brought on. I had weak muscles, aching joints, and the worst one by far was edema or swelling. I'm not even kidding you guys. I didn't know the word edema until I got edema, but it's swelling. It was horrendous, horrendous. Now, I will say this. Before I had a drop of prednisone in me, I was getting horrendous swelling of my feet and my ankles. Horrendous. I couldn't wear any shoes. It was really bad. My feet looked like I don't even know what they look like. Little muffins, little popover muffins. <laughs> You're really terrible. I had one pair of shoes in the house. There were sandals that were loose fitting and I could squeeze into them. Normally they're falling off me. So that's how bad the edema had worsened. And then after I had prednisone, it wasn't fun either. So I want to talk about edema because I still deal with it in a separate episode as well. And then I also had irregular or absent menstrual periods and imbalanced hormones. And I can tell you 100% that came from the prednisone because once I was off it, everything went back to normal. And as I was healing my body, which I hadn't been eating the way I should be eating for UC. And by the way, that's such a big topic, right? Diet with UC, huge topic. I'm going to cover that in several episodes because maybe not several. I'm going to cover that in definitely a couple episodes because it is such a big deal to me. And diet with UC is so personal. It's so unique to your body that, you know, you can't just make a blanket statement and say, oh, everyone needs to go on a FODMAP diet. Everyone needs to take out dairy. Everyone needs to take out gluten. Well, here's a spoiler alert. I do really well with pasta. I do really well with sourdough bread. Again, it just depends. Anyway, I'm sorry. I went off the topic like I sometimes do. But with my period, I skipped a month while I was on prednisone, which hasn't happened in years. That freaked me out a little bit. And then I want to say that the period I did have was very light. But once I was healing my body and eating the right diet for myself, my period has been awesome. What does that mean? 
<laughs> what the hell does that mean? My period's been awesome. I'm a 44-year-old woman, so let's be real here. I am in perimenopause. Perimenopause is a step before full-on menopause. Most women start it around the age of 35. That's completely normal. And then we have it for, depends, usually around 15 years in your 50s, then you go into menopause. This is not everyone. This is just most people. And by the way, I forgot to say in the beginning of this, I am not a health professional. I am not a doctor. So if you hear anything in this episode, please check with your doctor. So what I mean by my period now is awesome. It's bright red blood. It looks very healthy. It lasts five to seven days. I see a lot of I would say normal amount of bleeding. When I wasn't feeling well, when I wasn't eating a good diet for UC, my period was, it it varied. It could be really light to really heavy. And it was dark red blood. And sometimes I would get those blood clot clumps that would come out. Sorry, guys. This is a graphic podcast. That's what I mean. Now my period looks bright red and healthy. But when I was on the prednisone, I did have problems. I did have the imbalanced hormones because I was sweating a lot when I was sleeping. And also I was having problems sleeping. So that was all from the prednisone. So I did have some hyperactivity, which I know is the opposite of insomnia. But that's, again, that's what I was going back to saying that People will say when they go on prednisone, they feel like they're 20 again. I was I was hyper. I was awake a lot. I was restless. When I would go to sleep, I would sleep on and off. I have to say I was lucky because I did not experience mood swings. I did not experience increase in hair growth, weight gain, headaches, skin issues. These are all other common symptoms of prednisone. I did notice though, I did have a few pimples on my face, which was odd for me. So I I did have that. And then they also say the other common side effects of prednisone are stomach upset and decreased immunity, which hello, I was in the middle of a UC flare. So that shit was going on anyway, no pun intended. My white blood cell count increased, which apparently is normal for when you're on prednisone. And afterwards, it decreased to its normal count, which is exactly what happened to me. I was fine afterwards. So far, let's knock on wood quietly. I show no signs of bone density loss. I have not gotten a bone density test, so I have no measurement of that except for me saying I don't have it or I don't feel like I have it. So I just want everyone to understand that prednisone is a hardcore drug. It's not for the faint of heart. If you're like me, who usually, you know, takes herbs and teas and doesn't take pharmaceuticals, it's going to knock you on your ass. It really will. So don't go into it like me where, oh, you know, things are going to be cool. I'm really not going to feel anything because I took that prednisone 17 years ago when I had some hives. Nope. No. Just be mentally prepared for what a hardcore drug it is. I just want you guys to to know that. I'm happy with my decision to take prednisone. And I'm happy my doctor topped my dosage at 40 milligrams. It could have been a lot worse. 
I truly believe that the dicyclamine, the anti-colon spasm drug, and also the prednisone saved my life. Without it, I am not sure I would be podcasting today, that I would be exercising, that I would be enjoying life the way I've been enjoying life. So I have no regrets for taking prednisone. I'm happy I took it. If I had a major flare again, I would possibly take it again. So, you know, it's not my favorite thing to take. I experienced every, well, I shouldn't say that. I experienced almost every single side effect, but it was worth it for me. So you have to make your own decisions. You know, you have to, as I say, and I say in my UC book, research, make sure you're knowledgeable and then make that decision. I will talk about the separate side effects of prednisone and UC healing in forthcoming episodes. I'm hoping, I have so many episodes in mind that I'm hoping to get to diet and exercise soon because I'm really excited about those. I want to share with you what I found and what works for me and hopefully it works for you. And I'm just so excited to be connected with you guys. I really am. I feel like we're this, just this healing community it just feels so good to sit here on podcast and, you know, make sure that we're all healing together. And I love facilitating that. I want to talk about some free resources and then a couple things in my shop. So the free resources are, you can always sign up for my uh, UC and IBD newsletter. I do not know (laughs) what I'm doing with that yet. Again, I've been saying that I'm still figuring it out, but please, you know, pop your name on there, pop your email on there and, And you're going to get some freebies once I figure out my life, you know. (laughs) So I will put that link in the show notes. And then also consider checking out my other podcasts. I don't think I, have I told you guys, I have four, technically five podcasts. Now I say technically five because the original one I'm no longer doing. So I've done five podcasts. I'm now down to four. And one of them is called Two Inches Off the Ground. It's available everywhere. And it's where the metaphysical meets the everyday world. I give metaphysical solutions for everyday problems. And I'm constantly talking about energy and healing. I have episodes dedicated to my UC flair from a metaphysical perspective that you guys might enjoy. So definitely take a look at that. I say definitely a lot. I have to stop doing that. Take a look at that. I will, uh, yeah, I'll put it in the show notes for you guys. In my shop, I have my Ulcerative Colitis Autoimmune Healing Journey book, which you can have all of these resources in a PDF I'm telling you, I put my heart and my soul into this book. So you have all these resources on paper and you can just flip back. It's a great reference guide. And then I also have two meditations for sale, both around 15 minutes each. One is for DNA healing. So you can turn on that master switch and start to heal from within. And the other one is an unusual starseed healing, which I think you guys will like because it involves through the mind, taking out your colon and stretching it out like a tennis court and then healing sections that way. It's unusual, but that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to create 
two meditations, and I will create more, but start with two meditations for IBD because you don't see a lot of good meditations for IBD. And I also have the 528 healing hertz in the background, so take advantage of that as well. And you know what I say in this household, right? If it's a perfect poo day, you know, one of those amazing poos that's shaped like your bowel, it's the perfect color, it's nice and smooth, it just plops in the toilet. If it's a perfect poo day, it's a green heart day in my house. So I hope every day for you is a green heart day.